Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to Disney Insights. Glad you could join us, and so thrilled to have Rick and Sherry Williams, great friends of mine, and avid Disney enthusiasts. They live here in Orlando, so they're in the parks all the time. But they have never done a Disney cruise, and their first one ended up being the Disney Wish. This gives all of us a view of how this ship feels to a Disney fan who doesn't have the assumptions that come from voyaging on the other previous four ships. We'll hear their thoughts on the experience, what they loved the most, and how they chose to spend their time not only on board, but at Castaway Key as well. Join us on this podcast as we explore what it's like when the Disney Wish is your first Disney cruise. Again, make sure you check out DisneyInsights.com. We got some photos of the Williams on their Disney cruise and uh, more importantly, some links and important uh, places where you want to connect to other things we're going to be talking about in this podcast. I just thought this was a really great opportunity. You know, most people who are Disney fans have already done the magic, the wonder, the fantasy, the dream. This is really different where someone has come and they finally get around to doing a Disney cruise and their first one is the newest of all the ships. Now, if you've listened to a lot of previous podcasts, you know uh, that a lot of people have, have gone on these ships but they keep making comparisons, how good the wish is to the others. And so I just really felt like this is a great opportunity to get a, a pure point of view of how the wish is in and of itself and not in comparison to the previous four ships as wonderful as they are. So join us today. We're gonna take an opportunity to listen to Rick and Sherry Williams, and really enjoy hearing their view about the Disney Wish. So it is my good pleasure to have Sherry and Rick Williams with me. They are they're great friends, and I appreciate them taking the time to chat about their recent uh, Disney Wish cruise. Uh, good evening. How are both of you doing? Doing awesome, Jeff. Excellent. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Good. Now, before we get started, Rick, uh, you were like the first I gave a copy of my book to. Uh, thoughts, comments? Uh, did you get past the uh, the intro page? I got past the intro. I've read about 85 pages so far. So, uh, and there's 200 pages in the book. So I'm almost halfway through. Oh, so, yeah. I, I started reading it on an airplane and it was interesting because I, I, I don't do a lot of reading uh, of books these days. I used to do a lot more, but I, I, I don't find myself doing a lot of reading and I couldn't put it down. I literally sat there and read it the entire two hour flight. And then when I flew home, I read it the entire two hour flight back home again. So I love the, it's really easy to read. Uh, the chapters are short, and uh, at the end of each chapter, I see these uh, 
it, it's ideas for the next century. Yeah, and it's like, oh, this is this is perfect for some sort of a, a workshop, and and they're great, uh, they're great uh, thought provoking questions that I haven't really thought through very closely yet because I've tried to get through the whole book. But I could, I would love, I could see you doing uh, workshops on around this book. It's fantastic. Well, thank you. Actually, have, but I finally put it into a book form. So, <laughs> but I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for, for sharing that. I appreciate that. So let's back up to you decide you're finally, now you had done a cruise before, at least one or two. And, uh, and so Sherry, tell us how you got to the decision. We're going to go on a Disney cruise. Rick. <laughs> 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 just kidding um you know disney is um a company that prides itself on the entertainment aspect and even while we were on the other cruises um even though we had never been on a disney cruise before we went hmm disney's probably a lot better than this and so we wanted to be able to take the cruise and i mean we live at the gates of disney so we needed to be able to experience that also and it was our 25th wedding anniversary. Oh, so. congratulations. I, I, that's, that's so fantastic. So um, so you went through the booking and you decided to do the first one on the Disney Wish, which is so different than most people. They've tended to have done the other four ships, the Wonder or the Magic or the Dream or the Fantasy. And you took on the, the brand new one as your first, Cruz, tell me any any thinking there or brainstorm. You just wanted to go to the best of the best, or what were you thinking there? The newest of the newest? I just I figured why not go to the newest and the best? And uh, you know, I didn't know there was a difference between the Disney cruise ships. Um, and it left out of Port Canaveral, so that's an hour away from our home. Mm. It was easy to get to, and uh and when I was looking online and checking out the ship, it looked really, really cool. And so I said, let's do it. So probably um, had you seen the Port Canaveral. So, you know, what's cool, what's so interesting is when you arrive in Port Canaveral, Disney has its own terminal. So were you surprised by that or, or did that tell we me knew, about your arrival experience? So we knew that was there because of our other, we took... So we took three cruises in the last 12 months. We three took one days. for our 24th anniversary. That was our first one to make sure I didn't get seasick and, mm -hmm. and uh, could handle it. And then we took one in another one in what May. March or May. And then we took this one in September. So uh, over a period of 12 months, we went on three, two non-Disney and then the Disney. And so we knew and all of them out of Port Canaveral. So we saw the Disney a terminal from the other cruise ships and it looked really cool from the outside but of course we'd never been on the inside and going on the inside was even more cool so tell me your first impressions the embarkation experience the stepping on board what what really what what uh what came through your mind as you went through that experience well arriving at the port it was really easy very simple you toss out your luggage <laughs> with your, your name tags on it and your all your tags and then you go park and then depending upon how early you are from your port arrival time um you go stand in line they call you in you wait um and you know it's a little bit exciting as you're standing there in line that says now boarding 
um, arrival time X, Y, and Z. And it's like, wait, that's not us yet. But you're kind of counting down the, you're counting around down the port arrival numbers. And, um, and then of course, by the time we got up to security, we were, our number had been called and we were able to go into the terminal. We were pretty quick once we got into the terminal upstairs because um, we just wanted to get on the ship. We took a couple of quick pictures and then off we went. And I how was that? Of, yeah, I'm sorry, Rick. I think it only took us about an hour from the time that we parked to the time that we were actually on the ship. And we were early. So part of it, we had to wait to even be able to enter the terminal because we were early for our arrival okay. time. Not too much early. What was your port? What was your arri uh, arrival time? It was 12, uh, 12, 15. Yeah. Okay. We got there about 1130, 1145. Yeah. 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 So you stepped on the ship and thoughts. Well, wait, before that, the big old Mickey Mouse that you walk through to get on the ship, that was pretty cool. We had to take a picture yeah. of that. So uh, you walk through Mickey Mouse to get onto the ship. And that's not something any other ship has. So to our listeners, Rick is no end. There is no end to Rick's um, social, but we will we will post the link to Rick's social media. <laughs> there is nothing that will escape the grasp of his selfies, and so and so he he's going to capture it. All. And you know, and I think that's really good. You say that because for some of us, we just oh yeah, whatever. You know, we just been there, done that, and we can't go through. And it for you, it's. It really stands out. These little things do stand out as you go through it. So, so yeah. So you get on board the ship. And we ate. <laughs> <laughs> Not immediately. Oh, no. then, then you will be the only one. <laughs> no, I mean, you walk in and, you know, they announced your name, which is really kind of cool. Nobody can hear it but you because... You can hear it. Um, and then um, the grand ballroom or the entrance, I don't remember. Atrium. Mm -hmm. Atrium is beautiful. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And then, um, you know, we had to take care of some logistical things. Um, and then. That's right. They announced our arrival. Didn't they, they did. They said, now arriving. The, the Williams family. The Williams family. That's right. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So it was it was beautiful. Of course, we did a quick tour. You know, you gotta get your bins, um, get your bearings, mm -hmm. and then, um, and then we ate. We we went and checked out the spa. Yeah. We took a tour of the spa before the crowds, and because you know the spa was kind of spendy, and uh, and I really wanted to do it, and Sherry was being a little bit more thrifty, and uh, and I. I'm not quite sure how I convinced you. It was actually um, someone else that says. Oh, that's right. <laughs> someone else says that you really need to go because it's amazing. It's wonderful. And I just said, chalk it up to the cost of the trip. You just don't think what it's what you're paying for. You just do it. That so clearly, um, Sherry represents the Roy Disney side of this uh, <laughs> equation here, which how puts you Rick on you the does, other. Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness it's a sherry. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but it's all good. It's all good because this is a once in a time unique thing. And and um and and so where did you go for your first meal? Marceline. Yeah, Marceline. What we had the barbecue. 
Oh, that was oh, that's right. We did. We um, yeah, we had the barbecue right. at the at the cantinas or whatever they are mm -hmm. around the pool. That's right. Yeah. Yes, it was awesome. It was. I mean, every place that we ate, the food was fantastic, and we cannot say that for every cruise that we've been on. <laughs> so we'll so uh, yeah, we'll come back to food then in a moment. So. Again, you haven't done a bazillion ships, but you have done other cruise ships. How did the ship feel to you? What what stood out about just as you kind of wandered the the hallways and the stairwells and and the top of the decks and so forth? The what art was amazing. There? There's amazing art all over the building. I mean, all over the ship. It was and it's just beautiful and amazing. And and looking at it from different angles, you get a different view. Um, I can't say anything particularly stood out on particular art, um, but it was just, there's art everywhere on every floor. And I love the fact that as you're walking up and down the stairs, each floor, you can kind of tell what the theme of the floor is going to be because it's got um, scenes from that. Um, Beauty and the Beast. From Beauty and the Beast, um, um, Little Mermaid, yeah. exactly. And so, but the the artwork's amazing. It so you get to, I'm sorry, what? It reminded me a lot of the Riviera Resort here at Disney World. It was very, uh, it had a very luxurious European type look and feel. You know, when you walk through the Riviera Resort, it, it, they have all that Disney art hanging on all the walls. And it's very uh, simple elegance. But it, it it felt like I was kind of in a floating Riviera resort. That's a great comparison point. I don't think I've ever heard anybody make that comparison. The kind of very clean lines, very bright. Um, very, yeah. So tell me about your room. What it, what kind of room did you have? Um, it was a balcony. Um, it was pretty cool, you know, um, and of course you can see this everywhere if you look for it, you know, it's got the difference between the commode and then the shower, that's kind of a nice yeah, separated, mm -hmm. separated, um, and the closets were luxurious, there was plenty of room, um, we had, I think it could probably sleep four or five, but it was just the two of us, so it was pretty big, it had a nice sofa to sit on, and a balcony, um, it was, it was a nice room, um, I wanted to take home the, the blanket, <laughs> the wish but yeah. um but we did not <laughs> but it was what it was floor were you on the eighth eighth floor okay midship about midship mm -hmm. yeah okay and, and how was getting to and from everywhere on the on the ship not for a you big deal. oh easy it was easy it's not a big deal not yeah. a big, i know um some people will complain about that but really not a big deal tell them how you like the mattress I slept. <laughs> well, that is the <laughs> idea. The mattress was amazing. No, I have, a, you know, Rick's a road warrior and he can sleep on a, a slab of cement for the most part. I, on the other hand, I have problems sleeping. Um, and so I actually slept. Of course, that's because I ran your ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be part of it too, but, um, but I slept. So it, it was cool. a nice bed. <laughs> and we have... Yeah. We have a lot of devices to plug in. I mean, I have, as you know, I have these hearing aids and multiple microphones and iPads and cell phones. 
And I was a little bit concerned because we, on a previous ship, we actually had to take a power strip with us. Uh, and Disney says no power strips. And so I I'm, was really concerned that I was going to be able to plug everything in. Well, there were more plugs than what we could plug in. I mean, there was, nobody needs a power strip if we didn't need a power strip. There's tons of plugs in, in that room. It was great. Very cool. Very cool. And and uh, what's the theme of the room? There was a particular theme to your room? It was Cinderella. Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Now, a ship activity is... Wait a minute, Jeff. There was a curtain that divided the yeah. sitting area from the bed. Mm -hmm. and, that, that, and it was like a light shielding curtain. And that came in handy because... There was a couple of times when I think Sherry got up before I did, or I stayed up later than she did, and we could we could each have our own space and not keep the other person awake with the light, and that was that was nice. Very good, very good, very instructive. So tell me, um, you mentioned you mentioned the spa. Uh, tell me about what um, what you ended up doing there, and then other recreation you enjoyed on the ship. The spa was actually quite amazing. I fell asleep. <laughs> um, but um, the spa, you know, has all of, it has a couple of different showers and, um, you know, with different um, rain on it. And then hot room or a dry sauna, wet sauna, and then the ice room. Um, the first time we went, it rained. Yeah, it was raining. And so we didn't go outside. Um, and then, um, but we stayed inside and used the, the beds are pretty cool, are pretty nice. They're, they're mm -hmm. heated, just kind of nice. Yeah. They yeah. heated chafe yeah. so it was pretty nice. So we didn't spend a lot of time in there the first day. The challenge is, is that now your, your trip was a three night, four day. Yes. Yeah. So the challenge is you didn't get a lot of time to enjoy that, or did you? Did you feel like you got your value from that? Well, that's a good question. And I would say, hands down, I would do it again. Yeah. Um, on uh, Cassidy Key Day, we um, we went back. We went, you know, it was September and the Cassidy Key, it was 100 degrees. It was so hot <laughs> that day that, frankly, we didn't want to spend much time out on the island. So we were back on the ship by noon. And that's where we went was the spa. And uh, we spent all afternoon there, and then we spent some time there on Saturday. So we went there for two days. We probably got, uh, what, maybe three or four hours. No, we spent probably five hours total in the spa. And uh, if you calculate the cost per uh, hour, you just don't do that, okay? Because <laughs> it was the experience that we were after, and it was really nice. It was it was quiet. Uh wow. It was super quiet, which we really, uh, I really appreciate. Sherry fell asleep. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can't do that everywhere on a cruise ship. So uh, there's rotational dining. I think most of our listeners know about that. And um, before we get to that, just Marceline's Market, how was that for you? It was great. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, we did that for breakfast for breakfast. And um, yeah, they've got a, a huge variety, huge, variety. huge. Mm -hmm. and quality. I mean, it that, wasn't it wasn't cafeteria. Food. It wasn't cafeteria <laughs> food. It was okay. quality. food. It was really good. And a big variety, like Sherry said, it was, uh, you know, it was 
We had your breakfast. sweet, your savory, you had your traditional breakfast, you had breakfast that that I could see maybe those that are international would eat. I wouldn't, but I can see others maybe eating. Mm -hmm. so. And the only time that we really had a problem finding a table was when we first got on the ship. Right. Because everybody was there. Right. Uh, but otherwise, no problems getting in uh, and finding a table with a with a view. It was great. Very cool. And um, and did you do breakfast most of the days there? Or? Yes, we did. Yep. That's the we only did. Well, the last day we, we had breakfast at the Frozen. Down. Yeah. So your first night's dinner, where were you there on the first night? 1923. How was that? That was great. That was amazing. It was. It was awesome. The I had to go back the next morning at like six o'clock in the morning <laughs> to take about 400 pictures of all of the artifacts in 1923 without people in the dining room because it was amazing and it's it's like a museum a disney museum it was very cool we didn't and, want to do it that night because we didn't want people like going what are you here taking yeah. our picture so we did before as they were getting we didn't want to be invasive yeah and the team and the staff was very welcoming seeing us there at early o'clock and the and the and the serving team they they sang us uh happy anniversary very memorable version and uh that was the first night that we met our servers so i have a story about that this is these 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 cast members on the cruise ship they are so amazing uh you know we we're used to disney world we go like all the time so we're used to uh the disney world uh cast members and these were very different uh they were so much, well, first of all, everybody that we talked to had been working for Disney for like uh, Disney Cruise Ship for 10, 15 years. And they, they brought in a lot of seasoned people to, to open the window. Yeah. Yeah. So Friday night is the, we met these people for the very first time. And when we went, we got up early Saturday morning to go take those pictures uh, at 1923. And then we walked out on deck and we were kind of exploring the deck. The sun hadn't even risen yet. And this guy yells out at me, hello, Mr. Ricky, Miss Sherry, did you sleep good? Wow, like, that was the first after the first night. That was, that was our server from the night before. And I didn't recognize him. And he recognized us, remembered both of our names. He was out there straightening deck chairs on the, on the, uh, on the, on the deck of the ship. Mm -hmm. And he had nowhere to look for cheat sheets or anything. I was just amazed. It was it was amazing. Wow, very impressive. So, um, second night was that Arendelle's or uh, Marvel? Marvel, Marvel. How was that experience? Especially Rick for you because of the you do have some hearing challenges. Rick um, has never really had hearing challenges until after COVID. There kind of came in this very unique so i lost i lost my hearing in both ears and now i hear everything through a microphone and hearing aids aren't the only thing i have to use utilize uh additional uh microphones to hear so i was concerned because i'd heard that the marvel experience was quite loud but i didn't find it that way um i actually could hear fine and I'm not a big Marvel fan. I've never seen, I don't think, any of the Marvel movies. 
So it didn't really mean much to me. Mm. Um, but the, the food was great. The cast members, our serving team was the highlight. And then Spider-Man came in and I knew Spider-Man and he was fucked. <laughs> Very good. Well, that brings us to Andel on your third night. How was that experience? I enjoyed it better than Rick did. And that was because of his hearing challenges. He mm. said it was just a whole bunch of noise. Yeah, I um, couldn't I couldn't understand anything. It's very noisy, um, and it just didn't work for me. So the food was good, but it was if I went if if we go again, that's when I would try to do a different place for dinner. But I don't think for I would one do who has good hearing, yeah, it was it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. So of the I three nights, kids, kids would love it. Of the three nights, which which would you say was the best? the best uh meal oh 1923 yeah i enjoyed that one i enjoyed that one yeah i mean the recommendations are our serving team they gave recommendations and this is what i would recommend and this is what i would recommend and they realized that i don't like seafood and so they they didn't they didn't recommend the seafood, so they recommended something else and and so i mean the dining experience i mean i'm not a big foodie person um, the experience yeah. was amazing at all of them. Um, so, but But if, you, if we had kids, right. it would have been a totally different. It was just mm. the two of us, right? And so, if we had kids, I think uh, Frozen would have been. Yeah, like, Arendelle would have been amazing. Big, big My granddaughters, yeah, they, they would have eaten that. that alive. So, three shows in the in the Walt Disney Theater. Um, Aladdin sees the adventure, which probably was your first night. And then also the yeah. Little Mermaid. Right. Um, how did those entertainment shows compare to other cruise experiences you've oh. had? And of of the three, which ones did you which one did you like most? There's no comparison. I mean, it was there's no comparison to the ones on the Wish, um, to any of the others. I mean, definitely top quality Broadway quality um, shows. Definitely Disney quality. It, um, they were absolutely amazing. Um, I like the fact. So, like, like I've indicated, you know, we live near Disney, and um, and there was a line that said, um, um, it was from the the Nemo, um, and I was trying to picture. They said a line, and I'll go with the flow, uh -huh. and and I'm going where's and automatically the song started going through my head and I'm going, where's that from? Where's that from? And the next thing you know, um, I was like, ah, that's where it came from. So, I mean, they were all enjoyable on their, on their own. I, I can't say I really had a favorite. I mean, obviously Aladdin is, seems to be everybody's favorite because um, the genie is very interactive and, you know, and, and kind of improvish um, as to um, his script. I'm sure he's got some freedom. Um, but um, they were all, I mean, the my, stage and music, everything was amazing. My biggest surprise was actually Seize the Adventure. I thought that that was just going to be kind of a a little... Ten-minute uh, thing. Just, a, yeah, a little, not much, you know, just to get your you started for the cruise. It was a very serious uh, production with a lot of characters and a lot of musical numbers and it was really, really good. I really, I was like, and that was our first night. I'm like, that was a wow for me because I didn't, I didn't expect anywhere near that, even for Disney. Well, we should Aladdin, mention. 
we should mention, Rick, again, you were a little concerned about your hearing and they address that concern for you. Yeah, so I uh, they have an accessibility team that through the Disney Cruise website, uh, I was able to connect with. And I just sent them an email and I kind of explained my situation. So when we got to the room, when I, we got to check into our stateroom, there was a, a, a note there for us to meet a specific person at uh, like 2.30 in the afternoon on that first Friday. And we went there and he says, where do you want to sit? And anywhere. And then they had these velvet covers that said reserved on them that they put on there. So we, we sat front row. Well, actually, it was the second row. That's where we wanted to be, second row. Uh, I should have picked right in the middle, but we picked kind of off to the side. They, we could have sat anywhere, and they had them reserved for us, and that way the microphones picked up, uh, and it was very helpful, and I really appreciate that. Another another example of the Disney service that really made a difference. Oh, come on. You two deserve to have a VIP experience, so that's that's uh, that's glad. That's good that they <laughs> provided you that. Very, very cool. You, you had a chance to go see Castaway Key for the first time. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts yeah. on that? It was hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, as soon as we started, so one thing I I don't like walking in the rain. I don't like being soggy. I just I just don't like it. Um, but as soon I like not as soon as we started that walk, it started to rain. Of course it did. Uh, and we're not fucking sprinkles. Just enough to soak us and then it stopped. And then it stopped and everything was like a sauna. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, you actually told us about the tower that was on the uh, the 5K walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we climbed up the tower. So we climbed up the tower and took in the view there. It was it was, it was was great. Um, we enjoyed the walk. Um, Rick, I, I stayed in the shade while Rick went and took pictures, surprise. And um, and then we took the tram over to the adult beach, but we didn't stay there very long. At that point, we, we couldn't were really, find any shade. We couldn't find any shade. It uh, was hot. It was super hot. And, and so you know that was that was one of the things I, I pref that was not my favorite private island experience, just because um, the gazette or the the not gazebos, what they called cabanas are so few. And so you, you, unless you're like a, you know, platinum uh, or pearl or something on on repeat users, <laughs> you can't get them. There's so there's like five on the whole island or something. And so, trying to find a place in the shade when it's a hundred degrees outside just didn't work. So. And that's when we decided to go back to the ship. Yeah. And then and then we enjoyed um, the spa. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it. it was amazing. Did a little shopping. Did you so did spa. you do lunch on Castaway Key or did you do it back on the ship? We did it back on the ship. Yeah. 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 Because we were because we left before everything opened. We we basically went on the island, went, hmm, this looks cool. Oh, we were out pictures. there for about three hours. Three, four hours, yeah. But we and were we back on the shopping. ship. By mm -hmm. We shopped in the seashell store, mm -hmm. whatever it is, and uh, got a few things. And but we did the 5K, so we got our medals. And uh yeah, it was it was tough because it was a little bit disappointing day because I wanted to see characters. Mm -hmm. And in order to see the characters on that island, you had to be at certain places and then stand in line. And 
we wanted to do the 5k and so we did the we chose to do the 5k in the morning before it got any more hot mm-hmm. and and by the time we had finished the 5k and got back and everything all the characters were done so mm-hmm. we didn't see any characters on the island so there's so much to do that you have to kind of pick and choose and prioritize what's more important to you and so now that i've done the 5k next time we go back it'll all be about characters well, and I assume all. I assume you managed to find a character or two on the ship for a selfie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? Any other parts of the ship? Any other any other experiences you had? Did you um, did you go to the Star Wars lounge or to any of the other um, venues yeah. on the ship or any other entertainment features? Yeah, we we did the Star Wars lounge. It was fun. It was fun. I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I mean, I can appreciate it, but it's not like, oh, yay, I'm here. But you know? but, but they did that. They, the bubble gun. They had a. It's, it's it? almost like a a soap bubble, but it's not soap bubble. It's like a bubble gun. And okay. they put it on the top of your drink, and mm. and then it goes, a gas bubble. It it's really cool. Very yeah, cool. it was pretty fun. Presentation. Cool. And then um, there was a family. Get, do you know your family game, game that mm-hmm. we watched for a little bit? Kind of like newlywed game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for families, and so um, that was fun. You know, adults and children. That was kind of fun to watch. Yep. And then, of course, standing in line to for the character meet and greets was fun too. And it was really nice to sit out on that balcony and just watch the ocean go by mm. both day and night. We did that at nighttime, of course, in the dark, but the, the ship has lights uh, at the bottom so you can see the water going by. And then at, in the morning, we went out there a few times uh, to watch the sunrise. That was really cool. The pirate show was pretty cool. That was that was pretty mm. amazing. The, the, the fireworks? Uh, the fireworks. So oh, Rick, pirate night. Yeah, so yeah. Rick is a huge firework fan. I could take him or leave him. Um, I really enjoyed watching the band because that's what I like to do. I enjoyed watching the band play the music for the fireworks. Um, I mean, so I mean, I looked up to see the fireworks once in a while, but I really enjoyed watching the band. Um, that pirate, was, pirate night was my favorite. That was the whole of cruise. Fun. That was absolutely. I expected two or three uh, bursts of fireworks. Yeah. I didn't, I did not expect what we saw. I mean, this was, was like a 15, minute. 20 minute uh, fireworks show over the ocean, uh, synchronized to the live band playing the theme to um, Pirates of the Caribbean. It was an amazing experience. And then Jack Sparrow comes uh swinging down off the top of the ship uh, on a rope totally took me off guard i wish i would have known that was going to happen i would have had my video camera taken so and it was also lots of fun to watch the kids you know they're out there dancing and doing their their kid thing it was it was just really enjoyable a lot of fun a lot of fun yeah and we so i mean even with my hearing we were i i totally enjoyed uh, the rockin' band or whatever it was out there. It was a lot of fun. That was my favorite part of the whole cruise was the, the pirate night. So on a scale of one to 10, how did you rate this cruise? I rated uh, a 15. You're, you're, ne- you're never too expressive, are you, Rick? <laughs> how about you, Sherry? Um... 
you know, I'll say, I don't know. Um, it was, it was a 10. It was a 10. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to go as crazy as Rick, but you know, he's always go big or go home. So um, <laughs> are you, are, do you have no. any plans to go on another Disney cruise? We're going on the treasure, treasure, treasure. Yeah. Well, technically, we have two booked. We have a uh, Halloween on the High Seas booked on the, I think it's on the Magic out okay. of Fort Lauderdale. Um, when is that? Um, That's September. September. No. Next year. Yeah, September. It's in the fall, then, so probably next year. Yeah, next year. And then we have, we're booked on the Treasure uh, for seven nights. And 25. Uh, in, wow. uh, for my birthday in two. 25 so one per year very unless cool. i win the lottery and i don't play the lottery so that would be really magical <laughs> <laughs> so uh any any other final thoughts anything we missed well we are going on another cruise on a different line in march of next year and it's a luxury uh, kind of cruise within the cruise type thing. It's costing the same amount as a Disney cruise. It will be a very interesting compare and contrast. Uh, I don't think it's going to live up to it because... Well, obviously the entertainment won't because it's not going to be... We've we've cruised this cruise line a couple of times and the entertainment is... It's okay. It looks like they yeah. just threw a whole bunch of music and, and dancing together and there's no theming. There's no story. It's just music and, and dancing. So obviously yeah. the entertainment is not going to measure up, but it'll be interesting to see the experience. Yeah. And, and I think that the cast members, the service, the service levels on Disney cruise ship was just, it's what you think when you hear about the magic of Disney, it was truly a magical experience. Well, and I look forward to when you go on the Disney Magic, because that is the original Disney cruise ship. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, here, here, this, you know, over 25 years it has, has evolved. Yeah. So it'll be great to, um, well, thank you so much for taking the time to share with everyone your experience. Uh, I find it remarkable because, again, most people who've been on the wish have been on a previous ship. And yet, even though you don't have that context, you are you have found this experience to be pretty solid. Um, pretty yeah. uh, a, a, a very strong experience. Um, if anything, Castaway Key is probably your lesser experience uh, of the whole trip and and the, and that the ships, you know, really uh, more than, impressed you as you went through it so again thank you thank you for taking the time appreciate it thank you again my great thanks to rick and sherry for taking the time to share their perspectives so unique doing a first-time cruise starting on the disney wish well hey if you are looking for more in-depth podcasts that give you insights on how to book and enjoy your next Disney cruise. Hey, can I suggest DCL Podcast? Steve and Christy really canvas all of the possibilities in a Disney cruise experience. I know that I must have listened to every podcast they had on Alaska, some, some twice, as we prepared for our Alaska journey last summer. And just recently, DCL Podcast interviewed me about 
my newest book, A Century of Powerful Disney Insights. So definitely check them out. By the way, while we're talking about that, you can order my newest book, A Century of Powerful Disney Insights on Amazon. We have the link in the show notes and also on DisneyInsights.com. It's a great way to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. In over 100 years, this company has emerged as one of the most successful entertainment entities across the globe. In this, the first of two volumes, we study the first 50 years of Disney, beginning with Walt and Roy. We look at major milestones and not only see the evolution of an organization begun in a garage, but how it truly became so beloved to millions around the world. From Oswald the Lucky Rabbit and Mickey Mouse, through Snow White and Cinderella, from the Mouseketeers to Mary Poppins, and from Disneyland to Walt Disney World, we share stories and insights from 1923 to 1973. We hope you'll be inspired with ideas and how you can apply these stories to your own life and work. So make sure, head on out to Amazon, check the link, and please order your copy of A Century of Powerful Disney Insights. Well, that wraps it up for us today. We appreciate you joining us. If you have a chance, make sure you uh, check out Again, DisneyInsights.com. Make sure you click to subscribe so you're notified of upcoming posts and podcasts. Make sure that you also check out our Disney Insights Facebook page. We're going to invite you to tell us, have you been on the other ships as well as the Disney Wish? How do they compare in your mind? And uh, so share with us on Disney Insights Facebook page. And then also check out our Wayfinder Society Disney Insights Patreon page where you can find more Disney insights to interact with while supporting the podcast. Again, thanks for joining us. Thanks to Rick and Sherry. And as always, please follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon. <music>